ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Hip Hop and Anime Vibes, the podcast. I am your host, D-Town, a.k.a. Hip Hop and Anime Vibes, a.k.a. Tuxedo Flask, a.k.a. Mew Tupac Shakur, a.k.a. The Black All Might, a.k.a. On Sight, a.k.a. Living My Life Like It's Golden Frieza, and you are now locked into episode number five. What's good? What's cracking? How you been? All right. As you guys can tell, I'm in a pretty good mood today. But before we get started, we're going to get some announcements out of the way first. First and foremost, you need to make sure you're staying in touch with your boy. You need to make sure that you're getting notified when these new episodes drop. So don't get left behind. Don't have back episodes caught in your queue. We're going to be dropping every week. So make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts at. I'm not sure where that is, but I know we're on Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and wherever you're listening to this at, which would be Anchor, I'm certain. Check us out. Make sure you subscribe and turn on those notifications. Don't forget to comment as well. Follow on social media, Hip Hop and Anime Vibes. We'll keep the party going. Next announcement. This is huge. Some of you guys may have been supporting me from day one. Some of you guys may just now be getting hip to me and what it is that I do. So for everyone that's involved in this little community right here that is growing and expanding, I have purchased 100 CDs of my very first solo project, which is the Northsider EP. And I am giving them away for free. I will leave the link to get yours for absolutely free in the episode description. Here's the thing, guys. I appreciate the support, whether you've been there from day one or whether you just now got here, I appreciate that. I'm giving away 100 CDs absolutely free. Make sure you click the link, get yours before they are all gone. And believe me, they will go fast. All right, next thing keeping it very short and sweet and hard to beat. We've got the Facebook group. Make sure you join that. That's where we have these extended conversations around anime and hip-hop culture, what it is you're watching, what it is you're listening to, all that good stuff. So make sure you join up and keep the conversation going. Last but certainly not least, this episode is brought to you by me. Yes, Dope16's Volume 1, my latest EP is out now, and you can purchase that exclusively on executivedetown.com. Please go give it a spin. Check it out. I put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into that project, and I would really love not only for you to listen to it, but also let me know what you think of it as well. Also, if you are in Youngstown, Ohio, I have an upcoming gig in downtown Youngstown, May 3rd, that's a Friday. I go on at 9 p.m. Make sure you guys check executivedetown.com for the details. Would love to see you guys there, all right? Now let's get the show cracking. So as you guys can hear, I'm in a good mood. Having a really, really good day today. This is a good weekend. Um, Had a performance in downtown Youngstown over the weekend at Federal Frenzy with Delinquency Jones. We bodied that shit. Then went up to watch my godson perform his first time out of town in Cleveland. So that was really dope. 
And then Endgame came out this weekend, so everybody's in good spirits because they're going to check that shit out. Now, Peep Game, I have not seen Endgame yet. But one thing's for certain. In One Punch Man, Garo has showed up to end all games the motherfuckers is thinking that they playing. Now, today, all right, this is going to be an anime-driven episode. And I apologize for letting you know that this late into the podcast, but if you're locked in this, this far into it, you're invested, so stick around. Moving forward, there will be some anime spoilers in this podcast for the following animes. One Punch Man, Season 2, I believe Episode 3 or Episode 4, the latest one that's out now. Uh, Attack on Titan, Season 3, Episode 13, the one that just dropped. Um, And Demon Slayer, Episode number 4, again, the one that just dropped. So we're going to be talking about those three today. And the reason I'm locked in on those three is because there's just simply too much damn anime to watch this season. It's too much damn anime to watch this season. I'm falling behind on stuff in my queue. I'm trying to keep up with Dororo. I'm trying to keep up with Carol and Tuesday. And uh, but these three right here seem to be the ones that have grasped my interest and rolls to the top. So I'm going to focus on those. So One Punch Man season two episode, whatever the hell it is. I think it's episode three. Peep game, man. This shit, okay, the animation, I will admit, I'm not partial to, but the action is getting better, and the story is developing and moving in a direction that I would like it to. Now, One Punch Man is a show that does not take itself very seriously, all right? But when it has its serious moments, it does it very, very well. Shout-outs to the Tank Top brothers. Shout-out to the Tank Top mob. Run up, ran up, and got done up. You know what I mean? You know, when you run up and you about that smoke and you want that smoke, you got to be prepared to get smoked out. You know what I mean? It could go either way, man. They ran up on G like they were some G's and they caught the fade. Not much to that. Tank Top Master had the opportunity to deliver a finishing blow. But because he's somewhat of a shonen protagonist, he decided to hold back for whatever reason. And that's what ended not only him, but his crew. His crew had no squabbles. But before we even get too deep into that fight and move on, big ups to my man, Moomin Ryder. All right, man. Listen, I cannot take the disrespect that you guys are showing my man, Moomin Ryder. All right. Cat been there since episode one. Good, pure, wholesome dude, right? does the hero thing very well, gets people out of harm's way, tries to do the right thing, help out, you know what I mean, stop a threat, but also stop you guys from, stop the tank top heroes from killing the nigga, even though they should have killed him. I don't think Moomin was really up to date, up to speed on what's going on, but that's beside the point. First of all, I could have done without seeing my man's face getting stomped out. Moomin Rider is a good, pure dude who means no harm. Really good guy. And the best things, or I'm sorry, the worst things in life seem to always happen to the best people or just people that are minding their own motherfucking business, man. Like, 
I'm starting to feel like, even though I like Boomin Rider, he's starting to feel like, to this show, what Bow Wow is to hip hop. Like, like no one really takes this dude seriously. And it's frustrating to watch because he doesn't have any powers, but he's a good dude. So I just don't like seeing him getting faded, but I want to know what you guys think about Moomin Rider. Let me know in the comments, should he just retire or should he just still do the hero thing except like on a lower level, on a lower scale? Let me know what you guys think. But moving on, the episode progresses. Just to get straight to the end, you know, there's some things that develop. Saitama is trying to learn Kung Fu and martial arts, so that's going to be good. It's going to see it's going to be interesting to see how that part of the story develops here in the anime. Uh, but the end of the episode, I don't even really want to say this is a cliffhanger because we kind of got an insight and we kind of got a glimpse at what the power level difference is between my guy G and Saitama the boss. All right. So if you were watching, you seen that G popped up on my man's while he was shopping. All right, boom. He's like, you know, I sent something from this dude. It's whatever, it's whatever. Let me get him out the way. G, he's with the shits. He want the smoke at any point in time. But I told y'all earlier, man, when y'all cats is with the smoke, you gotta be prepared to get smoked out. It can go two ways. My man hit Saitama. He did not flinch. I was like, oh my God, shit's about to get real. Saitama said, my nigga, are you trying to rob me? Why are you bothering me while you're shopping? Saitama, the energy Saitama had just looking at this cat was just like the frustration you have like looking at a toddler. Like he didn't look at this man like even as a real threat for real, for real. He just looked at him like, like, like he was like something small, just like bugging him. Like, man, go, go on, get out of here. Fam, one hitter, quitter, Saitama laid my mans out. I don't know if G is laundry, but he certainly got folded. I don't know if G took a melatonin, but my man certainly was sleep. G's old, listen, fam, whose mans is this? <laughs> like, that's what I need to know. Whose man's is this? Because clearly, he need to ask around and figure out what's going on with my man Saitama because this is what happens when you take actions and you're horribly uninformed about who it is you're dealing with. So I cannot wait until the next episode to see how this martial arts tournament goes for Saitama. But also, what mood is G going to be in when he wakes up? I can promise you this, it's not going to be a good one. So let me know what you guys think in the comments. Are you guys excited for the next episode of One Punch Man? Or is this one that you guys are going to put on the back burner and kind of let build for a while? Or are you going to abandon the series altogether? Moving on, we're going to talk about the return of Attack on Titan. Fam, listen. I don't know what really happened with the production schedule these cats had last season. It was building up. It was they were scheduled for 26 episodes and then it just ended abruptly without warning. They dropped 12 episodes on us and said we'll be back next year. Fast forward, here we are. We are off to a bang. All right, we are off to a bang. Um, first of all, the opening, I'm feeling the new opening that they got. The opening to Attack on Titan, like, I think 
they should hold a class or, or a seminar and how anime openings should be done. Because when I see this shit, I get pumped up. I already know that we're about to get to the shits. So long story made less long, all right? The whole episode focuses on these guys, our guys, the scouting team, trying to plug the wall, plug the hole in in the wall and retake the uh, land that was taken from them during the first Titan invasion, right? But my man Armin feels like something's amiss. He's like, there's definitely been some people here. He finds out that there were three people there. Fast forward, they're tapping the walls. Man, listen, there wasn't a Titan in sight prior to this. They already felt a little a little weary, a little leery about the situation. Something fell off. Something didn't feel like this was going to be so easy. And damn it, I'm glad that they follow my man Armin's hunch because he was right. He was, he was getting them ready. Fam. My mans was hiding in the wall. Um, I think it was Reiner. Hiding in the wall. Completely took out, took out an insignificant character. He's transformed into the armor titan. Then we see the beast titan pop up within the walls. And uh, the reason they didn't see any other titans was because it looked like they were hibernating as like boulders and shit like that. Fam, all of them popped up. The escape route has been cut off. And this is going to be like legit. They're painting this as the last stand for humanity. The brawl to retake the motherfucking wall. This this series does cliffhangers very well. You know what I mean? I'm locked in. I want to see what happens, but I really want to know how you guys feel about this series. And I want to know how you guys feel about the brawl to retake the wall. What do you guys feel is going to happen within the next couple of episodes, man? Do you think Aaron is going to come through and hold him down? Or do you think the Beast Titan and the Armor Titan are going to jump this cat and deliver Aaron the worst of fades? That's what I want to know. That's really the way I see it going. Because as lo, lo and behold, as quiet as it's kept, my man Aaron ain't got no squabbles. My man Aaron ain't got no hands. All right? So if he actually, like, gets his wits about him and, like, really gets in there and starts to mix it up with these cats, I will be impressed by that. But the one thing that I know about Aaron, I know two things about Aaron. One, Aaron cannot fight for shit. Two, the more Aaron yells, the stronger he gets. That's it. So we'll see what happens. We'll see the yell to strength ratio the next episode. But again, drop your uh, drop your opinions in the comments. I would love to read them. I would love to hear what it is you guys have to say about that. Moving on to our final subject. Moving on to our final topic of the day. Young boy Tanjiro. Yeah, young Tanjiro. My mans, my mans, my guy. (laughs) Demon Slayer. Fam, episode four. I I, I can say this. I like how this series is progressing. I was already on board because of who the animation studio was. You know, it's being animated by the same studio that animates Fate Stay Night. 
So I already told you guys I was already bought in. I also think this anime is a should be the prototype or a blueprint for how training montages should be done and how training arcs should be done. Fam, listen, from the time we first seen Tanjiro to episode number four, it looks like we're kind of in the middle or approaching the end of what is a good training arc. My man came in, showed very little potential episode one, episode four, the way and the pacing that they've moved throughout this series, he's pretty much mastered some of the breathing techniques and he's become a master swordsman. And the time lapse is only about a year and a half, two years between the first episode and the fourth episode. So I really enjoy the pace that this anime is moving at because it's getting right to the shits. Final selection. My man Tanjiro, young Tanjiro, the god, showed up to the final selection with nothing but a smile on his face and a sword on his hip, ready for any and all challenges that come to him. Admirable. Honorable. Dope as fuck. So I rock with the kid, you know what I mean? Long story made less long. They're in a forest of demons, of which, and I'm I'm sorry if my verbiage is off, but that's literally what it is. It's a forest of fucking demons. Tanjiro kills his first two demons, no sweat. And I really, and let, let me take a moment and talk about not only how he killed them, but the animation style that they used. It felt like, and this is one of the first times I've seen this. I'm not saying that it hasn't been done before, but I really like how they mixed him cutting through the wind and cutting through opponents with what appears to be, uh, what is it like, traditional Japanese watercoloring, uh, watercoloring elements. You know what I mean? It just felt, it felt very true to the nature of what a samurai anime should be and what it should look like while also adding a twist of it that felt very Japanese. You know what I mean? This didn't feel forced or anything anything like that. So it felt like this had uh, all the intentions of just showing that flash and flair and that flavor of what it meant to be a samurai during those times. So I thought that shit was dope. And uh, as long as he keeps cutting up stuff like that, I'm gonna keep watching. Anyway, back to my man's young Tanjiro, the god going through the forest. Now, you know he has a keen sense of smell. He smells something off. What I can only imagine this demon as, I imagine it as a walking shit emoji because when it first came onto the screen, that's exactly what it looked like to me. Now, old man, the, the Tanjiro Sensei, his name escapes me right now, but he told him, hey man, look, Demons are going to get stronger the more humans they eat. So it's really important that we curve them as early on as possible because if they keep eating humans, their energy grows and grows and grows and their strength grows and grows and grows as well as their hunger. It continues to grow. All right. Once you pop one, you can't stop. So young man Tanjiro sees this walking pile of shit eat a human being and his strength increase significantly. The other young man 
was like, fuck all of this shit. I did not sign up for this shit. Bounces. Didn't help my man, Young Tanjiro, even though, even though Young Tanjiro stepped up to save my man's life, old boy dipped. He said, I don't want no parts of this shit. I'm probably not going to come back alive from this shit. Young Tanjiro, with the smoke, believing strongly in his abilities and also being guided by the spirits of those who have died and been slain before him, magically rises to the occasion. Majestically rises to the occasion, man. Listen, this kid's got potential. This anime's got potential. I want to see where it goes because the thing that I like about Tanjiro's characters, when you look at other in comparison to other shonen animes, when you look at other shonen protagonists, sometimes they aren't necessarily the most confident. Sometimes they're a little bit whiny. Sometimes they're a little bit overconfident. I think Tanjiro is one of those examples of just like a really good kid that's trying to apply himself so he can legit make a difference in the world. The character comes off as sincere and genuine in all of his actions. You can see that from him protecting his sister to him even being shocked in the previous episode when not only he cut through the boulder, but he cut through the young man's mask as well. Like, I really like this character and I feel like he's going to essentially grow to... I don't know if something's going to happen in the series to change him or if he's going to continue to have this lighthearted nature. But one thing's for sure, man. Protect young Tanjiro at all costs. All right. He's a young man. I feel like right now in the series, he embodies innocence and he embodies purity. And that's what makes his journey and watching him master these skills and cut through these demons so enjoyable. He's just a really relatable character, and I fucks with him heavily. But I want to know what it is you guys think about this series and what you guys think about this episode. Again, really good cliffhanger, man. Really good cliffhanger. My guy, Young Tanjiro, cuts all the way through this heaping mountain of shit. We see the blood, we see the guts, and then they cut to the credits. So you know I'm already going to be locked in and glued next week. I don't see why they do this to me, but again, I see why they do this to me. <laughs> but let me know your thoughts on Demon Slayer, man. I'm eager to know what you guys think. Drop a comment. Let me know. I'll make sure I catch it and try and uh, we'll try and keep the conversation going. But that's going to be a wrap for this week's episode. Make sure again that you guys hit the subscribe button. Turn on your notifications wherever you get your podcasts from make sure you're locked in and don't just keep it to yourself also don't forget to check the link in the comments for the free cds that i'll be dropping i want to make sure that you guys get first dibs on that because there's only going to be a hundred and when they are gone please trust and believe they are gone all right ladies and gentlemen i have been your host D-Town, a.k.a. The Black All Might, a.k.a. On Sight, a.k.a. Living My Life Like It's Golden Frieza, a.k.a. Pusha T'Challa, a.k.a. Eric Trillmonger, a.k.a. Sailor Goon. And in the name of the goon, I'll see you next time. Peace. <laughs>